Welcome to the Top Tier Tactics Fantasy Football Podcast with your hosts, Bud and Nadir, where aspiring champs come to get the latest and most accurate information to become top tier. Let's get on with the episode. Welcome back with another episode of Top Tier Tactics, where today we have your injury report, your trades, sell, buy players, and of course your Thursday night preview. But how are you? I'm I'm excited. I'm I'm ready to go. It's gonna be a good one. I think it's gonna be a really good one. Of course, it's always fun talking about buy, trade, and sell players because uh, you know it gets a little juice. You get the scenarios going on in your head. You think how you can improve your team. How could you dump? a player on somebody else and uh that's how you get diabolical and have a tons of fun and that's what we're gonna go over today let's do it all right nfl headlines all righty so so th- this story is actually a little severe i mean we have tyrod taylor in the news because apparently i guess when he, I mean, he, he had cracked ribs and then he wanted to play on them, so the doctors attempted to inject him with painkillers inside of inside of his ribs, and somehow ended up puncturing his lung. Uh, I mean, that that there's levels to this. That's that's got to be. I would be pissed first of all. Who? I mean, I would if I was Tyrod, I'd be furious. Okay. If I was the coaches, I'd be furious. You just threw off my whole game plan. Worked out because Herbert looked good, um, and we'll get into that a little bit, but. I would be mad, obviously. There's like multiple reasons to be mad. There's mad because that's that's. It's hard to breathe, and exercise. It's it's hard to do anything with cracked ribs. I can't imagine you, painkillering up a player oh, and dude. trying to play a full on football game. It's hashtag normal in the NFL. I'm just saying that right now. A hundred percent. This happens every week, all the time, on a regular basis. It it not a surprise to me at all. It's not a surprise, but that's like borderline abuse, right? I I would assume so. I mean, but so you, the, you get paid a millions of dollars for a reason. You get paid a million dollars to play football. It's not necessarily a million millions of dollars to get cracked ribs and then filled up with drugs and then go out and play football like nothing ever happened. It is your decision to take those drugs or not. They can't. Uh, for, they can't. They can't. For, they can't they force can't. you to ch- take a drug. They might nudge you in the right direction, but the bottom line is, if if you don't feel comfortable with it and you want to stand up for yourself, you can. So it, and I mean, let's be honest here. Tyrod Taylor is on his last legs for a team, right? Am I the only person thinking this? No, no. Okay, no, so no. he's gonna do whatever he can to try to get back on the field to be able to get another contract. Herbert looked good. Herbert's gonna take that job soon. Yeah, but eventually, I mean, like, if you're an NFL player, you're not gonna want to hop off that field, no matter how how bad your injury is. I mean, I mean, when we're playing backyard football, somebody might roll an ankle. You think you know you're not playing for anything, but you're you're gonna say oh, you're, you're good. Oh, you're good. Yeah, it's so. it's, it's it's an alpha thing to do. It, it, and you yes. know what the beta thing to do is is pretty much be Ben Roethlisberger. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ju- I'm just saying, right? I. Yeah, so, am I wrong? But eventually, like the, you know, like concussions, eventually you got to kind of step in to prevent the player to hurt from you know hurting himself. You know, at, at this point, he's his own worst enemy. If he tried playing with all those injuries set aside, this happens all the time. It happens. All it the happens time, all sure. the time. It it's not a surprise. I don't think it's that big of a deal. I think it's an eye opener for people who didn't know that or people who barely watch football. 
But to me, it's on a regular basis. Almost every team, a game does that. Oh, I'm sure. For somebody. I'm so sure they do that. Uh, but, it, I mean, the NFL is opening up an investigation for this. I don't know what's going to come out of it because, I mean, what are they going to do, snitch on oh, themselves? Dude, that doctor got fired so hard. How pissed <laughs> would you be if you're an owner? Like, first you're doing some shady stuff behind closed doors. And uh, Tyrod Taylor isn't that good anyways. So, I mean, you're risking it for Tyrod Taylor. It's not even like an Aaron Rodgers, Lamar Jackson point. And then your doctor pun- punctures a lung. And then now you're being investigated and most likely going to get fined. Because Gruden got fined for 100 k for not wearing a mask. What do you think this fine is going to be? Less. Because the mask actually, the, the mask is like a, uh, you know, like. Visible. A, a you can see it's, it. It's you can see and it. It's yeah. a hot topic. Yes. Like, no, no one cares about painkillers. Okay. I mean, concussions got swept under the rug. Painkillers, who cares? Let's let's do a fun game. Okay. Over or under? Okay. Are you ready? All right. All right. Over or under 50 grand? 50K. Under. 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 Okay. What are you thinking? 25? Yeah. Probably they always do that. round numbers. So it's going to be like 10, 25, 50, something like that. Yeah. Definitely 25 is going to be that, right. the, the, the price point. Actually, it's either 25,000 or nothing. Wow. Because th- then they're going to expose themselves too much, which I know the NFL doesn't want to do that. So it's either going to be 25,000 where they kind of try to let, lay a. You know, lay that precedent that yeah, yeah, it's not okay. Wink, wink, but but we or, know everyone does it. exactly, or or they're just gonna sweep it under the rug. Uh, like okay, so back to fantasy news: Jameson Crowder, AJ Brown, Julio Jones, Michael Thomas, Christian Kirk, DJ Chark, all did not practice as of Wednesday. Uh, out of all those players, do we expect any of them to actually play? Uh, it's it's hard to say. I, Michael Thomas, no. I mean, I I don't I don't see it. I don't see it. Do you have anyone you think Julio Jones will play? Okay, in my opinion, because I mean, this is also a Wednesday. It is a veterans for veterans can take yes. the yeah. So yeah. I I fully expect Julio Jones to play. He might be on a snap count, and he might not be on the field every single down, but. Uh, I think he'll play. He's one of those guys that is always on the field. Uh, Michael Thomas, yeah, I don't think he's playing. Christian Kirk, we don't even care about him. DJ Chark. Chark is on a downtrend right yes. now, and I don't think he's going to be a viable option. Yeah, I mean, he's not a veteran to be yeah. able to take today off. So, I yeah. mean, his, him not practicing is a bad sign. Jamison Crowder. It gives a bump to Chenault and um, Keenan Cole. Yes, Keenan you know. Cole has had a couple pretty good games. Uh, if DJ Chark is not playing, then Keenan Cole will be a solid flex uh, Kenny Galladay finally hamstring gets a limited session in. I think uh, he's you, expecting to play. Are you so excited? I am. I mean, I, I was very high on Kenny Galladay going on to the coming into the season. Yeah, I took him in a lot of leagues, expecting him to be the elite receiver that I know he is. Uh, so him missing the first two games was definitely disappointing, but uh, I'm glad to see him starting to come out. Absolutely, uh, Jalen Rieger out for six to eight weeks and. You really liked Rieger coming I out. I did. I really um, did. I and really did. Uh, I wasn't a huge fan to watch some tape on him. He does look good. So kudos to you on that one. Unfortunately, out to six to eight weeks. And I think he could have produced a decent amount for that Eagles team with no wide receivers. Um, this is this is a decent size hit for me. Yes. I mean, it's a huge bump to the tight ends yeah. on this team, both Goddard and Ertz. But it's a really bad hit to the offense of the Eagles in general and just a franchise. I mean, they, they're devastated with injuries. They have no offensive line. Their quarterback is running for their life every single down. Their team is on a downtrend. They went from a uh, playoff contenders to 
potentially last in the division now. They are last in the division now, if I could say so. Yeah, Wentz, it's it's not good all the way around. Yeah, uh, and- Miles Sanders needs to hold on to the ball too. Yes, that that is a major concern for me because in college he had ten fumbles and on not that many carries at all. I think it was about three hundred in his total career. That's not going to fly in the NFL, and that was a major concern coming out getting drafted. So it's a thing to keep an eye on for Sanders. When he, coming out on the podcast, we we said that he averages a fumble every thirty three touches, and that has proven true in the NFL. Two games of fifteen touches. Or sorry, one game. He of course he missed the first game yeah. in this game, and now he got his 15 touches. It is now a fumble on the record. So I mean, it holds true to that statistic, and it's going to continue to hold true because that's just how Miles Sanders runs the ball. Yeah. So I mean, you're just going to have to take it how it is. You drafted him that early. You understand the risks that you took drafting him, and uh, you face the consequences. Yeah. I mean, he was productive obviously this week. Uh, as long as he's healthy, there's no one behind him that's going to take a lot of volume from. So he should be productive. Uh, and fantasy volumes key. Exactly. Exactly. Now, of course, Jalen Rieger hit the IR. We want to say Christian McCaffrey also hit the IR. Yeah. Tevin Coleman also on the IR. So minimum three weeks for all those players. So if you held on, if you were able to get the rentals of Mike Davis, uh, Mc, uh, McKinnon, sorry, or uh, any anybody on that roster, you have them for at least three weeks at viable starting status. So, this is where the fun begins. The buy and sell. We're going to, uh, you know, make a case for your player. Of course, I'll make a case for my player. Yes. And then, you know, you're going to tell me what who you would be willing to give away if you even want the player or what you would be willing to receive for that player. Okay. okay. Who's, who's starting? I'll start. I'll start. Okay. Okay. So I want to buy Zach Ertz. Okay. He's underperformed. Okay. Offense generally underperformed. It, not a good look for this offense right now but but they're still going to have to play another 16 or 15 more games and they got to throw it to somebody for those 15 more games and Zach Ertz has always been a second half season type player and making him a very solid option at the tight end position of course yeah. he is an elite tight end and where targets are like we said the volume is going to be there the production is going to be there the touchdowns are going to be there if they can make it to the end zone they don't necessarily have anybody to punch it in other than miles sanders but i don't necessarily consider him a power back therefore zacharis is going to be a great option in that offense yeah absolutely i i agree and last year he started off slow his second game i think he had 16 targets which was massive other than that he didn't have anything over eight targets until after the bye week, which uh, his touchdowns increased rapidly. He had double-digit targets on a regular basis. So later on in the season, like he was saying, it is going to increase drastically, especially with no options there. Um, what's the scenario here? Well, what's my team looking? Who do I have? Okay, so you're, you're buying Zach Ertz. Okay. So, you're, so I need a tight end. You need a tight end. I would give away, let's see, Malcolm Brown. I'd do that in a heartbeat. I think you're going to need a little more than that. Corey Davis? Uh, yeah. I would I would give away Corey Davis. Yeah. In a yes. heartbeat for would me. you accept that trade? No. I'd be looking for a David Montgomery. And that would be reaching a decent amount. Yes. But I would want a running back. That's yeah. that's what I'm going to that's what I'm going to target. You're going to go for a running back. Yeah, obviously. But obvi- then, then 
Ah, that's tough. Mark Ingram. Mark Ingram. Would you offer Mark Ingram for Zach Ertz? Yes. Okay. I don't believe in Mark Ingram as of right now. I would take Mark Ingram for Zach Ertz. Okay. What about uh, Fournette? Yes. I'd rather have Zach Ertz than Fournette. Especially in a PPR league. James Robinson. Ooh, that's a good one. Would so so with, with with Robinson. I would take Robinson. You would rather have Robinson I would take I would take Robinson the Ertz, yes. Just because how I'm looking at it is Robinson has gotten ninety six percent of the touches on that team, which is an insane amount. Yes, he's on the Jaguars that aren't a very good team, but he is getting massive amount of volume and it's it's working. He looks pretty good. So I would rather have a running back to create more depth and then see where Robinson goes, and then I can work with the tight end situation and stream through there. No, I would prefer an elite tight end over a streaming tight end just because... Streaming a running back. Stream, streaming anything mm-hmm. at this point. Uh, so James Robinson is a rental. We'll talk about him a little bit more later, and especially in, he's going to be a part of a lot of comparisons. I'd rather have Zach Ertz than James Robinson. Okay. Okay, uh, let's go for you now. Your turn on the buy. So my buy low candidate is Allen Robinson. And the reason for Allen Robinson, he had the team high of 18 targets so far uh, over the first two games, which is 144 targets for pace of this season, which is a, a very good amount, an absolute great amount. So only, he only had eight catches for 107 yards of the first two games. But I do see him just with the target share and if he has 144 targets or in that range throughout the whole season he's going to be productive it's only a matter of time uh, he's has a great matchup with the falcons for week three i think we see him jump back i like it a lot i mean Allen robinson has is quarterback proof yes he, he we, doesn't need a quarterback to produce we've seen that I think uh, him on a contract year wanting to make as much money as possible. He's going to get volume. He's going to get targets. Uh, I think that offense in general has been underperforming. I think they're going to get back on track. I like that trade a lot. Now, who would you give up? Who would I give up? Who would you give up? What give would me a my, scenario. Are we talking wide receiver or are we talking? I mean, I have Allen Robinson. Okay. Who are you going to give me? Would you take Juju for him? No. Actually, hold on. I'll think about. What about DK Metcalf? I would take DK. I want DK, but but would you trade a wide receiver for a wide receiver? No. I mean, it depends on team. Depends on what your what your team's looking like and what you need. Um, most likely, it's going to be a RB or a tight end in that range. Something like some another skill position. Okay. Right. Yes. So, Dave Montgomery for Allen Robinson. Yes. Mark Ingram again. Yes. Uh, Antonio Gibson. Yes. Wow. Wait, hold on. No, wait, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Let me repeat. You're giving me? I'm giving you Gibson. No, no, no. Okay. No, okay. no, no Mark Ingram either. Okay. No Ingram. Uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. No Mark Ingram. Kareem Hunt. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. I would. I'll take Kareem Hunt. I'll take Kareem Hunt. I can understand that one. Um, Melvin Gordon, especially with Philip Lindsay being out. I'll take Melvin Gordon. Okay. Yes, I'll take Melvin Gordon. Okay. I think a lot of people, especially if they're 0-2 and they have some injuries on their team, especially if they have a Christian McCaffrey injury or something like that, he'd be a good 
easy nitpicking and just being like, it's not really that much production, even though he has a massive amount of targets. Exactly. Especially if they didn't get who they wanted on waivers. If they were a CMC owner and they put a bid or a claim on Mike Davis and they didn't get them, they're probably in panic mode. They don't have a great option. Uh, I know I sent every Christian McCaffrey owner that did not get Mike Davis a pretty bad offer, but I'm fully expecting for them to accept some of them just because I know they're panicking. They don't know what to do. They don't have better options. I saw one of them with Bryce Love in their flex position. You know they're a little desperate at that point. But my second buy target, you just mentioned him, Antonio Gibson. Why do you like Antonio? I like Antonio Gibson because he's slowly and slowly starting to get more carries. Even Coach said that he's going to slowly incorporate Antonio Gibson more and more into that offense. Last week, or week one, he had nine carries. Week two, he had 13 carries. And he averaged 4.2 yards per carry. I mean, he's not quite startable just yet. He could be a low-end flex. But later on in the year, you're buying a player as an investment for later on in the year to be a solid RB2. I think he's going to be a great option. A great bench stash. Exactly. Uh, Absolutely. He had 14 touches last game. I mean, he had 11 before that. And like you said, they're going to work and win. They got a touchdown. And it looks – I mean, he's a big dude. He's 6'2". He he is – He. My only concern is they do play Cleveland next. It's not the greatest run defense, but Baltimore's after that and the Rams are after that. After that, you're looking pretty clear. Of course, like like we said, we're we're stashing him and hoping yep. that he, he develops for us later on in the year. So you're not necessarily worried about the beginning and up and coming schedule. Yeah. So who who would you want for Gibson? Who would I want for Gibson? So so I mean, because Gibson is a stash player, he's not gonna be relatively expensive uh, I would give away okay I mentioned Corey Davis Corey Davis would be a solid player for that especially if they're stashing uh, especially if they're stashing Gibson you can definitely give him a startable player right away okay uh, CD Lamb CD Lamb I'd give away CD Lamb I don't mind that at all yeah okay uh, Marvin Jones yes if Galladay's coming back Marvin Jones uh, I'd have a hard time starting him um, what about if I gave you Deshaun Jackson? No, no. Okay. If I mean the the person stashing isn't doesn't want to get another stash potential player. Probably you want to give him a little. You want you want to give him a little bait. You want to give him something a little juicy, a little, a little bit eye candy. A little Jarvis. Yeah, Jarvis Landry. Yeah, I do that. Yeah, I mean Jarvis Landry. He's good enough to the point where he's a household name, and you know you he has him, he has sure. he has value, but he's not amazing value. He's not what Gibson's potential can be. That's what you want to do. You want to give somebody that mediocre and then try to gain somebody with higher potential. One more. One more. Brandon Cooks. Brandon Cooks. That's a good one. Would you uh would you take that? Yes. That's a that's a that's a great one. I would rather yes, I would rather have Brandon if I'm a Gibson owner, I would like Brandon Cooks. Okay, so my buy low candidate right here is a guy that I'm not a huge fan of. And you know I like the backup a decent amount. I know you do. Um, And as long as he's healthy, you do see production. Kenyon Drake is my buy low candidate. He he hasn't been a total bust. He's been number 22 in PPR uh, formats. But he did play the two, one of the top 10 run defenses for the first two weeks. And it looks like green grass is ahead, hopefully. hopefully. They also, 
I mean, they run the most no huddle, 42%. As long as he's on the field, I see him being productive. We're talking about Kenyon Drake, right? Kenyon Drake? We're talking about the guy who said, don't like my production, drop me. Yep. That's the guy. And I hope people do. We're, we're talking about buying him? Buying him low. That's that's the whole segment. If, Correct. So, if an NFL player says, drop me, I don't want you. Do you, have, do you have Kenny and Drake in any league? No, I do not. All right. But you know who I have in a couple of leagues thanks to you? Chase Edmonds. Jesse, Chase Edmonds. Uh, like a, if, if Drake is on the field and he's going to be the starter, he's going to be productive. Exactly. If, yeah. if he's not, Chase Edmonds is going to be productive. Chase Edmonds uh, I'm, is going to be I'm telling productive. you that right now. Uh, he's, he's Solid volume. He's averaging 18 carries a, a game. That that's very comfortable. Last year it was four targets a game. So if he had that, it would be twenty-two touches a game, which I feel very comfortable starting him every game. Now, now Drake was drafted early second round, probably. Yeah, he he was drafted really early for a lot of different people. Yeah. So it, it's not like you're gonna be able to get away with stealing him. Chances are, you might be able to get him low. That that's the whole point of buying low. So, his his first two games were underwhelming. What everyone thought it was gonna be. Some people might be frustrated. Go out, get your feelers out, see what you can get. Okay, so I own Kenyon Drake. Okay. What are you going to offer me? What if I offer you Mike Evans? I'd have a hard time. It's it's not a bad offer. Okay. I'd probably I mean if you're going to offer me if you're going to try to take away my number 1 RB, I need to at least be able to replace him. So I you would probably have to offer me a wide receiver and a running back. So you want a double? Yes, I'm probably right. going to need two. So what players. about Gibson and Evans, or Gibson and Thielen? I'd rather Evans than Thielen, but I like I like the track that we're on. So Robinson, you don't like Robinson that much, but Robinson and Thielen. So that would give me solid starts right away. You could probably start Robinson, yes. right off the bat. And then you'd also have a Thielen option, which is is very good off the bat as well. I would have to consider that one. I don't know if I'd okay. be able to hit the accept button right away, but I'd definitely consider it. Okay, understandable. Fournette and Evans. Nah, that's two players on the same team. It's difficult to do. Singletary and Evans. Singletary, no. Singletary, Singletary has been an immense okay. disappointment compared to what we thought. And last one, Gordon and Evans. Melvin Gordon? Yeah. That's, I'd probably that's do a, that. That's a good that, one. That, that one's a really yeah, good offer. Good I'd one. probably have to do that okay. one. Okay. But, of course, I mean, you're you're giving up a lot, yes, but you're getting Kenyon Drake. That is, in my opinion, an upgrade on your team, depending on how your wide receiver situation is. If you have solid backups and, and you know, easy, easy, easy replacements, that trade, is, that trade is still a steal on your part if you're getting Kenyon Drake. So what about mixing for Drake? Straight, straight up? Straight up. I'd rather have Kenyon Drake. Okay. All right. Yes. Now, if you're on the opposite side, yeah, I'd do that. Uh, I'd give away Mixon for Drake and no, at any time. Okay. Okay, so let's let's go for some sales. Let's hear it. I'll start as I scroll down to my sell. All right, so sell. We just talked about him, James Robinson. He is my sell candidate. Uh, I mean, he, right now he has complete control of the backfield. He has Christian McCaffrey control of the backfield right yeah, now. Yeah, absolutely. But it won't be like that for very long. I mean, they have two running backs on the IR. Two running backs that were ahead of him on the depth chart on IR in Armstead and Ozingabo. Once they come back, if they take 30%, 30% 
of his touches, Robinson is probably not viable fantasy-wise anymore. He's touchdown or bust, but chances are he's not going to get the touchdowns anymore. So he's officially not necessarily irrelevant, but he's not going to be what he was or what he is. So you might as well sell him off and try to get another startable player. Try to get yourself a Mike Evans. Try to get yourself an Allen Robinson. Try to get yourself a Thielen. Try to get yourself a Cooper Cup. Do you think you can get yourself a Mike Evans with James Robinson, though? Uh, Let's see. If I'm a Christian McCaffrey owner or a Saquon Barkley owner, you might be able to swing it, depending on how how their you know their week went. If they're if they're zero and two, they so might need same it. theory as Kenyon Drake then. Same if theory you're, if you're zero and two. Yes, okay. I mean, give me Robert Woods for James Robinson. I, I, would, I would I would take Robert. Woods. I'd, ra- if I'd you take gave Robert me James Woods. Robinson, Ex- abs- absolutely. Exactly. Absolutely. So, I mean, you're getting right now. James Robinson is in theory a rental. Why have a rental when you can have a year long player? Do we know when they're coming back? Do we have any ETA on when they're coming back? Why actually Armstead is actually out? I know it's COVID related, but there's no date on when he's supposed to be back. There's not really any information that I'm getting. Is there anything that you've heard? He he needs to be out at least two weeks, two weeks minimum. Right now, I haven't it's, heard too much information since. Uh, I mean, we are. It's, been, the, it's yeah, been two weeks. Yeah, we're at the two weeks mark. So pretty soon we should hear something. I would assume we should have heard something already. Um I, I see what you're saying. If you can get someone that's going to help you and extend it. So who else? You Obviously, Mike Evans would be an easy one. Robert Woods, I think, is an easy one for me because I'm, I'm high on Robert Woods. Um, let's go running back situation here. Okay. Would you uh, trade for David Montgomery then? James Robinson for David Montgomery. You if would take I'm David receiving Montgomery. David yeah. Montgomery, yeah. yes. I'm giving away James Robinson. Okay. So what about Fournette? Yes. Oh, wow. Okay. Um Let's mix Joshua Kelly. Ooh, it's oh. a little interesting. I would think one about right that there. one. That's that's yes. an interesting one. Yes, I'm he's technically in the morning getting more touches every game. Yes, so Joshua Kelly, I would I would take Joshua Kelly instead of James Robinson. Okay, all right. That I can go to wide receivers, but I think we got. Yeah, I think we, we got a good range. Right I mean, yeah, I, I would definitely even go lower on the wide receiver range, like Stephon Diggs. Maybe I might think about that oh. one. Speaking of Stefan Diggs, oh, God. he is my sell high right now. All righty. So, are you sad that I'm saying this? Because yeah, you know I'm going to talk about it. I know. Boy. I know what you're going to do. Diggs is an absolute talent. I think we all know that. We've seen that. We can see wide receiver one production. My concern is Josh Allen's playing out of his mind. No doubt about it right now. No doubt, no about, doubt it. about it. 407 yards uh, last game, 300 and I think it was 17 the game before. Just throwing it out of his mind. Unfortunately, he hasn't thrown over 266 yards prior week one last year. That, All right. th- to me, I'm not saying Josh Allen is, is an issue for fantasy. He's going to run the ball. He's going to be productive. That's not going to be an issue. They are having a little bit of a difficult schedule coming up. I don't see Stefan Diggs be, being productive on a regular basis with how much Josh Allen can throw the ball. So I'm trying to sell him to try to get somebody that I, I would honestly feel very comfortable with Robert Woods. If you give me Robert Woods or Cooper Cup for Stefan Diggs, I'd take either of those. Yes, fair enough. Does that make sense? Yeah, fair. I'd do it too. So running backs. Should we go into running backs and see? Hit me with them. Hit right. me with them. Hit me with some scenarios. So David Montgomery. For Stefan Diggs. You're getting yes. Montgomery. Yes, I'd, I'd take Montgomery. Awesome. Uh, James Conner. Ooh. I'm a believer in James Conner. Yes, I'd take him. Okay. 
Uh, David Johnson as the last one. Oh, no. I'd rather have Stefan Dix. David Johnson, while I think he looks good, I think he has really good potential to be a solid RB2 in your fantasy lineup. Uh, I need more consistency on the Texans offense before I could commit to that one. Okay. Understandable. Understandable. But if you definitely, if you wanted to take David Johnson, I don't blame you. I don't front you. I think you still made a pretty good decision. But personally, I'd rather have Stefan Diggs. Do I have a last one? I'll let you Do have I get last one, one more. You get, I'll, you, you'll let you All have right. this one. I like yours better. So Nick Chubb. Okay. Is a I'm a Nick Chubb fan. Okay. And we've discussed this a couple times. Yes, we have. They had a big game against the Bengals week two. Uh, played pretty good, didn't he? He, he played and then pretty good. Kamara got some good uh, receptions. Kamara, he got some great I receptions. I think we were on the same page. We kind of discussed that earlier. Oh, yes. Um, it is more apparent that Kareem Hunt is going to be involved in this offense uh, throughout no matter what, right? Especially with the extension. It concerns me with Nick Chubb. He had a massive game. I think you can get a good amount for him, especially after this massive game. If you can sell him for somebody that will carry the workload in general, just has no one behind him, I I think you go for it. Nick Chubb is going to be productive. I think Kareem Hunt is going to be productive. But there will be a case where there's going to be games where it's not just them up winning, which is, I mean, the Browns don't usually win anyways. Exactly. So splitting those in half will be a concern. Either Nick Chubb will get his or Kareem Hunt. I don't think both of them every single time is going to do that. So I would be very comfortable trading him. Who would you who would you be interested in? Okay, so I mean I mean obviously I'm if if you're offering me Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb. Yeah. I'm I'm expecting you to want a lot because a, de- a decent a decent amount, yeah. yeah, yeah. You, you're, you're gonna I don't, you don't need a king's ransom. And he just got week two. He just, got week he just two. had a great great week two. Okay, so I would have to offer you an elite RB. Ooh, how elite are we talking here? Realistically, I'd have to offer you a good RB. I don't know how good. Let's see. I'm going to have to do a pairing method. I'm going to have to probably give you a great startable RB and a startable wide receiver. Okay. So I'm probably going to have to give you like Melvin Gordon to Kenny Galladay. Oh, wow. I'd take it. Yes, I'd take it I too. would take it. But yeah. realistically, like it, it, so realistically, real- you're not going to be able to pry Chubb from an owner unless you come with a good offer. That's why you're selling him high. Exactly. Just for this. Because I do not think he's going to be this productive the rest of the year. I don't think so either. It's going to be hard. I would like to sell Chubb on multiple fantasy teams of mine. So, I mean, of course. But I'm not going to give him away cheap. No, 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 no. Of course not. Of course not. That's the whole point of you selling him this week. Exactly. You're Uh, trying, trying to get rid of him. So, what about Allen Robinson? Okay. Okay, because he's he's on a downtrend a little bit. A little bit. And then an Austin Eckler, which is on the downtrend a little bit. For Chubb. Both of those for Chubb. I'm receiving both of those players. It seems like a good amount. I'd do it. Yeah, it seems like it. a lot. I'd do it. Um, but, of course, you have to remember, I have to drop a player because, you know, I'm gaining yeah. an extra player. I'd have to drop one. You have to make sure whoever you're dropping is droppable. Uh, but other than that, yes, I would take that trade. Instead of Allen Robinson, Odell. Ooh, ooh, that's a good one. Uh, ooh, you could, you could definitely, you definitely could. Okay. If you do, I don't blame you. I probably would rather have Chubb other than OBJ. So I got one for you. You're gonna hate it. Okay. <laughs> Ty Hilton. No. You hate you hate it already. You don't. I, I, you, I don't even wanna, you don't even want to. You don't even want to hear I the second person, it. do you? And uh, Dalvin Cook. 
I had to put someone spicy in there yeah, just you, to get yeah. get a reaction out of you. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> okay, here's a good one. Here's a good one. Here's a good one. I would take it. I would you take would? that. Oh yeah, I would 100 percent take that. I, Dalvin Cook is yeah. Uh, if I can get Dalvin Cook on my team and then Ty can be my bench guy, whatever. I'd drop uh, or as a wide receiver three, whatever. I'd drop Ty Hilton before he. Would you trade Dalvin Cook? Up. Would you trade Dalvin Cook for Nick Chubb? One on one. Yes. Oh, okay. So one one of these players has Stefanski as a coach. One of them doesn't. Who's, I who's like that? Stefanski. Who's that? who's that? I'll take Chubb. Okay. All right. I'll take Chubb over Dalvin Cook. I think Dalvin Cook's in for a rude awakening now. So it, okay. it, it does. It looks rough. I, I will 100% agree on that. Their offense does not look good. And the only thing that saved him week one was a touchdown. Was a touchdown. He had 50 yards and it was a touchdown. So that's a concern. I'm not ready to sell Dalvin Cook. No. But he's definitely on the hot seat. Uh, but They need to get that offense going. Exactly. They need to get offense going. And that's showing that an offensive coordinator is just pretty important. Uh, okay, so this one's going to be a fun one. Okay. All okay. Right. All right. Uh, Mike Davis. Uh, trading. So Mike Davis for who? No, I'm saying this is my last sell oh, candidate. Oh, okay. Sell high? Yeah, sell okay, high. Yeah, Mike yeah, Davis. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. right now, this is his highest stock of where he'll ever be why because he's playing the chargers he's gonna get absolutely stuffed on the chargers and guess what he gets to go all the way to arizona where they're gonna get blown out and then he's probably not even gonna be on the field too much because they're just gonna be blown out they're gonna be passing it then they get to go all the way to chicago where they absolutely destroyed christian mccaffrey and i mean not christian mccaffrey absolutely destroyed saquon and then by then Christian McCaffrey is going to be coming off the IR pretty soon. Therefore, we don't know what's going to happen, and then he might just go back to irrelevancy. So I think if you were able to snag Mike Davis, you should probably try to sell him now and try to get another player out of him. So Mike Davis or James Robinson, then? James Robinson. Okay. Yeah, because they're they're both right now we're assuming they're both rentals. James Robinson has a longer area of rentalness. Therefore, rentalness. Yeah, like I that. love you it. Like uh, sure, yeah. He has a longer area of rentalness. Therefore, you you could definitely risk him more than Mike Davis. I mean, I mean, right now the Jaguars' offense is actually pretty good, and uh, th- they're definitely moving in all cylinders. So you might as well take that offense. Okay. Do you want to get right into the Thursday? Okay, let's hop into Thursday. So Thursday night, obviously Miami Dolphins against the Jacksonville Jaguars. There's not too much to talk about here. It's not that bad. I think we could. So, we so, talk about so, it. let you start it off. Who are we looking at? What scenario? So, Byron Jones, cornerback. Yes. Elite cornerback on Miami Dolphins. He is not playing. He okay. is not playing. Therefore, I am perfectly comfortable starting receivers on the Jaguars, whether it's Keenan Cole who's having Ooh. a hot streak. I'm not sure I'm ready to start uh, Chenault. I don't expect Chark to play because, of course, he didn't practice today. So no. I don't expect him to play on Thursday. So uh, I think Keenan Cole will be a very good start. So do you think you can start James Robinson? Yes, he's a must start. Okay. So James Robinson, you're going to start. Keenan Cole is the only start for me at, at wide receiver. Yes. Chenault is going to get touches. I think they'll run him out of the backfield a little bit as well. He'll be a little bit of a gadget player, kind of like Percy Harvin was. But I don't see it happening this week i don't no. see production i don't feel comfortable with starting him this week what about preston williams nah. on Miami? if Devonte parker's out 
mm-hmm. which it looks like he might be. Okay. That would be the main target other than Gasecki. Yeah, but, I mean, Preston Williams was in the situation last week. He did absolutely nothing. Against Buffalo. Against Buffalo. Against a very good corner and a very good defense. Jacksonville's defense is not what they used to be when they had a great fantasy season. I think Preston Williams could have a very big game on Thursday night in front of a lot of people. That's what I'm going to go with. On Sunday, I wouldn't mind starting Preston Williams. Totally understand. But on a Thursday, where if he does bad, you (laughs) have to go all four (laughs) days thinking about it. Hey, it's hard to do it. Risk it for the biscuit, baby. I think Preston Williams could have a very big day. It's going to be interesting. I'm calling it one touchdown, 100 yards, oh, eight receptions. That's a huge game. That's a, that's a big game. That's a that's a bold statement right there. Let's that see is. what happens. Now, of course, somebody I think is a must-start right now is Mike Gusecki. Yeah. I think yeah. you have to put him in right now. He, last week, he played more in the slot than actually lined up in a tight end position. He had 11 receptions. Uh, he had a fantastic game for himself, and I think that's going to happen again against the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars with a very weak middle linebacking core. Yeah, I mean, you can't bet against Fitzmagic. You just don't know what's going to happen. Exactly, exactly. I really like that. Now, of course, next episode, we are going to go over your starts and sits uh, for the Sunday-Monday games. Now, of course, remember to follow us on whichever podcasting platform you're listening to us on, whether that's Spotify, Apple, or any type of Android facility. Remember, if you want to see our beautiful faces on YouTube where you can see uh, statistics that we put up on screen, our hot takes, our expressions whenever somebody says something stupid, you can definitely see that at Top Tier Tactics Fantasy Football at YouTube. So uh, definitely Hopefully you guys can subscribe there. And also in the comments section, we love answering questions on starts and sits. We have been getting a couple recently, so it is definitely nice to see you guys interacting with us. That is always fun to see. Absolutely. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Good luck, everybody. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Top Tier Tactics Fantasy Football Podcast. Don't forget to visit us on the web at tttfantasyfootball.com and follow us on Instagram at Top Tier Tactics. If you enjoy the show, be sure to subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts too. 